You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can follow along with the notes for this message and get better connected with our church by visiting church2911.com connect. Now, here's Pastor Rick or another member of our team with this week's message. Okay. All right. All right. Glad you're here. And pre- appreciate our events team for uh, pulling off some, uh, last minute pulling off some little d- uh, breakfast stuff back there and, and all that as well. And, and uh, the other teams for setting up and, uh, today. And some have had to jump in because being outside, being outside we don't have this, you know. And so we, and so we had to uh, change a few things up today. So appreciate all the teams once again for their hard work. And uh, they, they help us be able to to you know, change at the last minute, and I really appreciate them for that. Okay, so this morning I want you to get a picture. I want you to get a picture. All right, if you can, picture a wide valley, mostly barren, except down near the bottom there's a river that flows through this valley. And around the river there, there's some trees, there's some greenery. Pretty much the rest of the valley is barren. Nothing is there, okay? Um, it's not really important to the sermon that you picture that so much, but I just want you to get a picture today, okay? I want you to see how things are going. So picture this valley with this river down there. Almost no greenery except right there around the river. And in some places, it's really lush. Some places, it's really full. In some places, it's a little scraggly here and there also. And in this river, it's not, not very deep. Uh, most, of it's, most of it's, you know, weightable. But in, in this river, in the bottom of this valley, stands a man about knee deep and he's standing there and uh, a lot of people call this man a wild man because of things he did things he said the way he dressed he dressed in something that you and I would probably uh, relate something like to a kind of a wool uh, garment you know that it was actually it was the thread material was made out of camel's hair so wool. can you imagine this guy standing in the middle of that creek today in the middle of that river today, if 97 degrees out there in wool, <laughs> made out of camel's hair, you know, this wild man. He's standing there in the creek, in the, in, the, in the river, about knee deep, and there's a couple of reasons at least that he's standing out there. One is because water makes your voice carry. I don't know if you've been around water very much, but it makes your voice carry. So standing there in the water, his voice is carrying, and he's able to speak to people because people are gathering. He's able to speak and share a message that, that God has laid on his heart, that God has given him as his life purpose. But another reason, another reason that he's standing there is because his message is not a message of, hey, you need to go. You need to go be baptized. But his message is a message of come. You need to come be baptized. You need to come to this one I'm telling you about today. So he's standing there, and, and, and he's speaking this word, and he's speaking this message, and he's inviting people to come, and they do come. They come from towns and villages. Now, uh, best I can tell, uh, th- this guy, he, he kind of moves up and down this river. You know, he's not just in one place all the time. And people from different towns and villages come out to hear his message as he's preaching. And they come, some of them, yeah, they come just to see this curious guy wearing wool, <laughs> you know, and, and eating some weird stuff, you know. And, and no doubt some are there because they just want to make fun of him. They, you know, they're, they're laughing at him because, I mean, he looks like a wild man out there the way he's acting and all those things. And he's, he, he's got this message. So some people actually come to hear the message. And they hear this message of come. They hear his message. His message is a, is a message of forgiveness, of hope, 
of future. And some people come just to hear that. And they're so impacted by this message that many of them act on the message they've just heard and they follow him they walk down into the river and they're baptized now you see they've come from their their towns and their villages they've come from their old lives they've come from all of the problems that they've ever had wait are you still picturing with me right okay they come from all of this they come from all the struggles that they've had and you know we're, we're talking about many years ago okay but maybe you want to even see a picture of your own life right here they come from all of the struggles that they have in their life. They come from the towns. They come from the villages. They come down and they hear this message of life, of hope, of, of a future, of forgiveness, of actually being in a right place with God, something I pray over my family every single day, that we're in a, we're in a right relationship with God. And they hear this message, and, and many of them, they go down and, and they're baptized. Now, what baptism is is like, going under the water and coming back up. So you know what, it, you know what it's doing? It's, it's like they're being baptized like a burial. And this old, old life that they had in the past that, that, they, that they've left to come away from the towns and the villages, walk through this barren, desolate place down to the river at the bottom of the valley, and they walk in, and then they walk into this river, and they're, and they're, they're buried there like this old life dies. Okay, I, I could just replay what Christian said just a few moments ago in between a couple of those songs a little while ago, right? Because then you know what happens? Then they're brought back out of the water as if they come back to a new life. And they walk back up through, through that, that lush bit of greenery that is there around the river. They walk almost like, wait a minute, I'm looking at something totally different now. And they go back into the towns and back into the villages. They go back to their homes. They go back to their, uh, their jobs. They go back to their places of commerce, their places of work, their places of play with a different life because now they're going back with, with, with hope, with purpose, with new life, with, with a vision, with the, the things that, that this wild man was preaching in the middle of this river, they go back with all of that, believing that all this is going to happen, and, and they go back now into this new life. You see, because first of all, this man's message, this wild man down in the river, his message was not just about forgiveness. It wasn't just about yesterday. It's about tomorrow. It's about life change. It's about things becoming new. It's not just about death. It's about new life. It's, it's about not just the, the struggles of yesterday, but it's about the freedoms of tomorrow. It's about, it's about no longer feeling under the oppression of, of the bondage of, of all the things that surround our lives and keep us from feeling like we're free. You know, Christians, let's, come on, Christian. When you become a Christian, you're, you're not supposed to feel that bondage anymore. You're not supposed to be under that bondage anymore. I, I think what happens a lot of times is, is we kind of like we come out of the water and, and we, we keep looking back at that old life. No, 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 that old life is dead. And these people, they, come, they came out of that water and they went back into those towns and villages. They went back to the places that they lived in this new life with hope, with purpose, with, with believing that things were going to be different in their life. All because of some water? Now, you and I, we know there's no power in the water over here, right? Except to give a few chill bumps because it's been in the air condition all night long. So it's, a, it's probably got some power in that, right? You might see some chattering teeth here in just a few minutes, right? But there's no power in the water. The power to change their life was in their faith in the one that the wild man preached about. Their faith in Jesus Christ. 
That's, that's where the power has come from. And, and, and the, the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made uh, on the cross of Calvary, the sacrifice that he made even by leaving heaven and coming to live as a human to show us how to defeat temptation as he stood toe-to-toe with the devil you know, during, during that time, when, you know, the time in the wilderness when he was, when he was tempted or, or, or even when he sacrificed and he took those stripes on his back for our healing. All of that, all of that is the power that we have to live a new life, to, to walk in a different way than we walked when we first walked down into the river. And, and, and it is more, than, is more than just that because it was also, it was a symbol. It was, it was a testimony. You know, when, when they came out of the water and they went back into the town, the village, whichever, you know, was the closest little town or village or whatever, and they walked back into that town or village soaking wet, yep, now, see, when we're done here in just a few minutes, you know, those who get into the baptismal tank over here, you know, we've, we've got our clothes, we've got our towels back there. We're going to draw off and all that kind of stuff. But, no, I need you to get a picture here, <laughs> okay? When they went back into the towns and the villages soaking wet, everyone knew they had made a bold decision that life would never, ever be the same that they were following someone down into the water in death and they were following someone up out of the water in new life. They were making a bold decision. That's why we call it a public witness or a public testimony of what you've accepted in Christ, of what, what you believe, you're believing him for. That's why we call it that because people actually see that. I, I mean, you know, and today, today, you know, we're going to draw off and all that kind of stuff, got change of clothes and, and all those things. And, and so maybe, maybe we won't walk back into the community soaking wet. We're going to do that in a different way, right? You're going to snap a picture in a few moments with your phone, and, and you're going to share that. We're going to share it, you know, on our social media. So we're still, it's a public testimony today. Pro, more public today than it has been in centuries, maybe ever. Because everyone is going to see these baptisms take place. Anybody that's on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever it's shared is going to see these public testimonies of what Christ is doing in their life. But let me, let me take this another step further if I can with you. Because like I said, yeah, there are some that have come prepared today and they brought their towel and they've got a change of clothes and all that. But let me challenge some of you that didn't come prepared today. If you are a Christian and you've never been baptized in water, then you need to join us over here to the side in just a few moments and be baptized. You need, you need to, even if you're not prepared. We, we've got an extra towel for you. We've got, we've got a shirt for you. Today, the people being baptized are getting a brand new shirt. I don't mean a brand new one like you've got. I mean a brand new design of a baptism shirt. One that nobody else has ever worn. A design nobody else has ever worn. Yeah, Tyler's showing it off right there to everybody, right? We got a shirt for you. I'm sorry, we don't have, we don't have any pants or skirt for you or whatever, you know, or shorts for you back there. But we, we've got a shirt for you. We've got, we've got a towel for you. Anything we can do to help you be obedient because you need to be. You need to be. Why? Okay, it's still a symbol for us. It's still a testimony for us, but there's also another step to it. Matthew 28, 19. This is part of the Great Commission. And there at the very beginning of it, here's what Jesus says. He says, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
Who, who, who did he say to baptize? The disciples of all nations. Anybody you make a disciple out of, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That was, a, that was a command. And, you know, we, we, read, we read that, and, and we call that the Great Commission, and we say this is our calling and our purpose is to go and reach the world. Well, part of that reaching, he says, and, and do this, baptize them. You know, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of traditional things that they did 2,000 years ago when Jesus was here. Three and 4,000 years ago before that, you know, a thousand or two before Jesus was, was, was here. You know, Moses' law and even before that with Abraham and all those things. There are a lot of traditions, a lot of things that they did that have not held on. But this is something that he's told us to do. And we still do it today because he said, baptize all nations. This is, this is, this is universal. This right here is universally known throughout the world to mean someone has become a Christian because they've been baptized and said, I've died to myself and I've come back to new life. It's not just symbolism. It is symbolism, but it's not just symbolism. It, it is testimony, but it's not just testimony. It is obedience. And it's not just there. Let me tell you, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Next week, we're going to talk about power. We're wrapping up the exposed sermon series. And so it's really cool how this now, we had to change things up last week, and so it kind of messed with our, our sermon calendar. It was really cool how we're talking about this right before this, because in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter, in the middle of that sermon that he preaches, Peter, Peter says, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized. And each of you must repent, turn, and be baptized. <laughs> you know, it's not a parenthetical there. It's not like, it, it's an obedience thing. Each of us, we must repent. We must turn from our, from our old life and, and then be baptized to show that we're doing that. And this, this is more than just symbolism and testimony. It is obedience. Can I, you know, and I, 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 I fought with myself about it and I didn't, and right now I really wish I had, had them put this on the screen for you so you really get it. I, I, I want you to get it, okay? I want to be in your face to challenge you I don't want to be in your face to be a jerk, but I want to be in your face to challenge you with this statement right here. Because I know some of you are thinking, well, I really need to be baptized. I don't have any clothes. We did the best we could do. We got you a towel. We got you a T-shirt and everything else, okay? But if you need to be baptized, you need to do it. Because let me, let me say it this way. A little in your face, but I want you to hear this. It would be better to ride home wet and obedient today than to ride home dry and comfortable with your disobedience today. You know, so that, that's how serious Jesus Christ made this. This is obedience, and we need to do this today. We need to do this. If you're a child of God, I, I invite you, even if you weren't prepared, nobody will know it except for, except for me and a couple other people over here that you weren't prepared today. Just join us over here, and nobody will know any difference. And we invite you to join us in this because this is about obedience. And, you know, the if-then statements throughout Scripture? If you're going to get to the then, you've got to fulfill the if. If you're going to receive the promise, the then, then you've got to fulfill the if. And when you fulfill the if, then there's, there's so many thens. If then, this will happen. If then, this will happen. If we're obedient, then this can happen. And we've got to fulfill the obedience. You've been listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a prayer need, our prayer team and staff would love to pray with you. 
You can send us your prayer request by using the email address prayer at church2911.com. If you would like to know more about our church, including information about our weekly services, please check out church2911.com. Thank you for listening. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.